No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What Show with your host, Simply Bree. For a relationship 
before it has even gotten started. And a lot of the times, that's how men are able to get what they want and go. Because every time. Yeah, you know, like they don't have to work hard. We're doing all the work for them. And then when they leave us, ass wet and laying in the bed, we're sitting here wondering, where did things go wrong? And it all started wrong. So that was um, that was definitely uh, the conversation that we were having behind the scenes. But before we go into tonight's conversation, I want to get your take on that discussion that we were having, Ramadan, because I know, I already know you have something to add to it. So what are your two A few things. I'm going to dance around a little bit. Um, one is, <clears throat> you know, men, we look for that as a weakness. That's a weakness in a woman, you know, where she is ready to to have me be this person that she doesn't even know I am or am not at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, So what happens is we know that we can use that against women. It's a ploy. So Mm -hmm. if you, if you come into this, you know, we just start dating and again, let's just use relationships as an example. You go right into, you know, living together and, you know, I was in one relationship and a woman, I mean, the first time that we spent the weekend together overnight not even the weekend overnight she had me watching like bridezilla you know the <laughs> bridal shows i was like what the hell is this <laughs> why are we watching this crap right. i was like okay all right all right i see You're and then you me. know yeah right okay so that's these are all the signs that if we just play along with this dream that you're creating with this script that you've created then we can get anything we want from you, no problem. That's not even a question. Mm-hmm. So we all know that, and we all use that. And the the ones who are the most, you know, scandalous will do it to you for forever, for as long as you go for it, you right. know, um, because it's it's completely advantageous for us to continue to allow yourself to lie to yourself, you know, mm-hmm. so – like, for an example, I, I mean, you just meet a woman and she's already thinking about what future is going to look like. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, you don't even know me yet. How are you planning a future for me that doesn't even exist? Because right. it's not real. I'm not that person. You, mm-hmm. it's not a, I'm not that guy that you're pretending I am. So right. how do you think this is going to play out? So all we have to do is sit back and listen, and you and women will talk. They will talk, 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 and they will tell everything and everything mm. you need to know to use against them if that's your desire, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and um, <clears throat> so what I tell women is, number one, you need to stop doing all the talking. You need to be quiet. Uh, mm-hmm. You need to just stop talking, and you need to let – that person talk to you because if you wait long enough, they'll just start running their mouth and then they'll start telling on themselves. And that's what men do. That's what men wait for women to do. We just wait for you to tell on yourself. And if you let a man do that, he'll reveal who he really is Mm -hmm. in an attempt to feel you out. Right. What, What do you go for? So depending on what, 
you respond to, that's what he's going to talk about more. So he'll go all around the board until you start responding. As right. soon as you resp- start responding to that conversation, then we know what appeals to you. Mm-hmm. So he'll start if he's the, the kind of man he is, is how he'll start out. So if he doesn't take women for, if he doesn't feel that women have any real substance or purpose, then the first thing is always about something sexual. Mm. He wanted to talk about sex. Right. Oh, I hate those. Okay. Right. So he doesn't have any, he doesn't, he has no standards. Uh-huh. And then, you know, gauge on the way up. You know what I mean? Um, if he wants to talk about, if he wants to talk about your kids too much. Uh-huh. Ooh, those are scary ones right there. Right. Because, a, he could be a pedophile. B, he could be the Captain Save-A-Hole. You know, he, he just wants to save you from right. your terrible life with these kids, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, there's a number of reasons. Um, the safe man is the one who balances the two. He talks about what, if he does talk about himself, he talks about himself, about himself in the most honorable way, not mm-hmm. in how he got over on somebody or how he played this person or he tricked them. You know what I mean? Like listen to the stories that he tells because that will let you know what type of person he is. Right. And then you can determine right from there, who do I want to be with? Is this the man I want to be with? Right. Mm. Okay. Yes. Come through with it. Ramadan. (laughs) So this actually – it does tie in directly to tonight's uh, discussion where we are talking about measuring relationships. A lot of the times, um, you, especially around the holidays, Valentine's Day specifically, happy post-Valentine's Day to those lovers out there. Are you guys still together? Like, how did it turn out? Was it everything that you imagined? Did your significant other or spouse meet your expectations and with that being said why 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 is it so important on valentine's day that some couples feel the need to equate the value of their relationship based on gifts or the materials that they get or that they don't get on this day And that's for you, sir. I think as a man, you kind of have to gauge who you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So if a woman, you know, there's a, there's, there's degree for a man, we put you in degrees. You know, like high maintenance, low maintenance, medium, you know. Um, most women think they're low maintenance and they're really mm-hmm. medium. There is no such thing as low maintenance. It's really medium and up, you know. Um, but I think for Valentine's Day, it's like there's a large group of women who buy into this this fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's a dream. It's it's dreamy, it's fantasy, you know, it's 
they're the same women who will dress up for things. You know, it's it's that's a a personality, and it's a right. it's just you got to know that that's who that's who you're dealing with in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a like for a man, it's understanding that you got to get that. There's so many women that are involved in this. Other women can't really help but be involved too. Like mm-hmm. if women are getting roses and flowers at the office, I'm, you're like, what the hell? Hold on. The right. uh, no, I want some too. Well, um, ding dong, hello. Call my husband, my boyfriend. Yo, uh-huh. you better get these flowers over here, fam. It's going down in my office. <laughs> we got a problem, right? It's a problem. If you, mm-hmm. if oh man, I I've been I've worked in offices that were you know. 30 women and four men. And if the if certain ones don't start getting gifts or know they're not going to get a gift, it's a bad day for everybody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they are causing hellfire. So regardless of why the woman feels like this, like, yo, you just can't even, you can't ask yourself that question. It's too deep. But the truth is you, you just got to know that your significant other likes this and she wow. needs this on this day and That's- get to work my nigga like sorry I don't care what you think it was going to be but <laughs> this is what it yeah. is and mm-hmm. don't be an asshole and not pay attention to how much she cares about this okay you know what I mean like and and as a woman don't be afraid to, or re, or don't expect that he understands how important this is to you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't think y'all, well, you, it's Valentine's Day, you don't know? Nah, because there's a bunch of women that have been letting that man get away with not doing his job on Valentine's Day. So, mm-hmm. we, you, you know, as a woman, don't expect a man to just know that. But also, once you school him and let him know how important this is, if he downplays it, if he's like, oh, I don't believe in them holidays, blah, 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 blah. I mean, yeah, I hear you, but I do. Mm-hmm. So what? It's not for you. This holiday means nothing for a man. If a man is expecting a gift, he's kind of low-key tripping. It's not about you. This mm-hmm. holiday is strictly about women. This is like Mother's Day for single women. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you ain't got no choice. <laughs> you feel me? If you got one, you are participating in this day. You feel what I'm saying? If you got a grandmother or something, you got to participate, homie. That's the rules. We all know the rules. So, so, okay. You say that we all know the rules, but I've heard two two people this past weekend prior to Valentine's Day saying, um, oh, I don't celebrate a pagan holiday. I don't celebrate that. I don't <laughs> acknowledge it. So if you're in a relationship with the guy and he may have told her at the beginning of the relationship, or let's say they got together in March and the discussion for Valentine's Day did not come up until February because she's just expecting him to give her something because they're in a relationship. How does that lead to disappointment? Because what if he doesn't, what if he doesn't celebrate it? Does he still have to go out of his way and get her something just to please her? Well, first, look what you said. You played it. She played herself because she didn't have the discussion with him before February. Don't mm-hmm. don't wait. 
Don't like oh. don't play this game and wait till the last month. Like when you start dating a dude, let him know how you feel about holidays. Right. On on holiday during this conversation of, you know, what you want during intimacy, what you want out of the next um year of this relationship, all of these things, you let him know how you feel about holidays. I celebrate mm-hmm. holidays. These are the holidays that are special to me. You feel what I mean? And then that way you don't set yourself up for some kind of disappointment because you're expecting that he already knows the rules. Yeah, he knows the rules for how the women he used to date. He's never Mm -hmm. dated you before. So he doesn't know the rules for you. You got to let him know. Got to tell him up front. Got to tell him what what is – you got to train him to date you. You can't Mm -hmm. expect him to know how to date you. He knows how to date women, but he may not know how to date your type of woman. He may right. know only how to date a different type. Because right. remember, every woman says that she's different than someone else. So if you're yeah. so different, why do you expect me to know how to treat you? Right. Yeah. It's, it's impossible. You are so right. So the idea is mm-hmm. if you want me to... Um, act a certain way on Valentine's Day, then you need to let me know how important and significant it is to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, if you've given him that information and he still hits you with the more pagan holidays, you can Mm -hmm. tell him, I hear, indeed, I see how you feel, Mm -hmm. but that's not what I care about. (laughs) That's, it's not about you. This is what I care about. You can give him the example. As a woman, you can say, you know what? I don't like giving head, but you like getting head, so I give it to you. Mm-hmm. You, you get the quid pro quo? I don't mm-hmm. like it, but I do it because I'm pleasing you. I know right. you don't like this pagan holiday, but I do. So get down to the goddamn store and get me some shit. <laughs> Listen, for everybody that's listening, what do you think? What do you think about that? Um, Granted, if the guy, um, if the discussion has not come up and he is clearly against Valentine's Day and the woman uh, does want him to put whatever he does not celebrate to the side and go get her some shit, what do you guys think about that? Give us a call, 515-602-9647, and then press the number one to let us know that you have something to say. We'll bring you up. So now this falls back into the importance of knowing what kind of man is a woman dealing with. So why is it important to know this type of information plus other information like does he want children? Does he want to get married? Why is it vital to ask these type of questions up front and say forget, you know, him feeling some type of way and stop talking to me? Forget all of that. Why why do women or why should women want to ask those questions before things really start to get serious? Um, is there anything in your life that you go into and you never ask questions about? No. So, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to let some random dick put himself in my body and pass energy and bodily fluids through me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even going to ask 
if I have a child, how should we raise it? Mm. I'm not even going to ask, what do you do when you don't, when you're not around me? I'm not even going to like ask, what, how do you really feel about men and women relationships? What, actually, where do you live? Like, I mean, I see you often, but like, do you live alone? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm telling you from me having the experience of being with women over a period of time, and they don't know shit about me. Mm-hmm. Long period. I'm talking about like a good year can go by, and they're like, what? I, I didn't even know you did blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because you didn't give a fuck. I was yeah. fulfilling the obligation for you. Mm-hmm. I was making you feel good, and that's all you cared about was a feeling. You wanted right. to feel something. I gave you the feeling. That's all you cared about. Anything else is irrelevant. So mm-hmm. I'm saying to you, if you're the person who is getting this 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 good feeling, you ain't even going to ask how much it costs. You, you're not even going to ask what's in it. You're just going to drink it. Mm-hmm. That's how women get down. They don't care what the feeling does. They don't care where it came from. They don't care who's giving it to them. They just like the feeling. They just want to feel. They're so involved in how they feel. No, I'm sorry. They're not even involved in how. They're so involved in feeling that they take feeling seriously, and they make that the end-all, be-all. So they go into this relationship with this man saying, well, he makes me feel good, and that's all that matters. He makes me feel beautiful. I make, he makes me feel like a woman, and that's all that counts. Yeah, that's all that counts right now until he punched you in your mouth. Mm. Or uh-huh. until you found out that he had a, a whole wife. Mm-hmm. And now she's at your door, knocking at your door, ready to fight you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with some of those responses, with some of those, when there's deception involved, like what if she is told one thing? Like, let's say he tells her, oh, I live alone. Um, or, you know, I stay in the hills or wherever, and he actually allows her to come over, but it's not his place. But she doesn't know that. Only he knows that. What if there's deception involved? And is it her fault because she has asked? Here's the thing about deception, right? It's not easy to deceive someone who's paying attention. It's easy to deceive someone who's not paying attention. I can't trick you if you're... I can't lie to you if you're listening to me. Mm-hmm. I can lie to you if you're not listening or if you're paying attention to something different or if you're waiting to speak. But I can't trick you when somebody's listening. You feel what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're able to uh, recall statements and things that were said. Um, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you know, if you're, if you're looking out for... If you're looking out for danger, mm-hmm. isn't it easy to see it? You know, yeah. if you're walking around at, in the dark with your eyes open, it's easy to see everything. But if you're up floating around in fantasy land and thinking it's cute, then w- of course, of course he played you. Mm-hmm. How many times has a man lied to you and you gave him an excuse? Mm. You gave him a way out. 
he didn't mm-hmm. even have to make up another lie. You you gave him the lie. You gave right. him a way out. Yeah. There there are a lot of uh, people out there who I will tell you this, and I think even those who are parents, mothers know. If I ask you a question, nine times out of ten, I already know the answer. I just want to see if you're going to be honest. And the way that you answer that question will determine whether or not I can trust you from here on out or if I'm going to continue to deal with you from here on out. So I think a lot of the times some women will get to the point, and even some men will get to the point in life where they're just so tired, they're so fed up with failed relationships that they start to create a delusion where this person is perfect to them, even though the signs and the bells and whistles and everything are going off, they don't want to be alone. So they're going to tolerate it. They're going to deal with it until it's no longer something, the the ball is no longer in their court. When the other person just says, listen, I'm tired and I give up. It happens a lot. Like delusion is, is real especially when you've been single for an extended period of time and then someone comes in, you don't see their flaws. You see the things that you can actually fix and make them perfect you, for you. You don't want to see the flaws. You see yeah. what I mean? Like, because if you wanted to, if, if you see the flaws, then you have to accept the fact that mm-hmm. you are accepting a flawed person. Mm-hmm. And then you have to then accept the fact that you have now lowered your standards so low that you're with this type of person. You can't keep lying. So mm-hmm. here's the difference between men and women is that men will acknowledge the fact that they are this desperate, meaning mm-hmm. like um, the women they date, the more desperate they become, the uglier a woman, be- the, the, the type of women become, the trashier. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The less classy those women all become because mm-hmm. you're dropping your standards consciously. But mm-hmm. we, when we drop our standards consciously, we don't keep the desire the same, though. Right. Our desire drops with the standard. Women keep the desire at the same level and then drop the standard. Mm. So it doesn't match. Right. So you still got the desire to get married, but now you dating drug dealers or yeah. hood niggas. Okay, hold up. You you giving you having a you getting pregnant like you said and having unprotected sex with hood niggas. Wait, no, mm-hmm. you are tripping. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Just men up. are like we know that though. We're very conscious that we are doing that shit, and then we be like, huh, I ain't trying to marry her though, you know. <laughs> like, come on. Out of that boy. That sounds like an Uncle Leroy or something. But, yeah. Because we ain't trying to marry them. We'll we'll even hang around with them. You'll date them and be with them, and that is not the prettiest woman in the world. She is not your standard at all. And you will keep keep her around because she, when you need her. But you will not marry her. No. Get her pregnant. What? Oh, that was another conversation that me and my sister were having today. Um, the whole trapping, in a sense, not, not, not trapping intentionally, but men allowing themselves to get 
basically trapped into these relationships with someone that they would never picture themselves with. They're out there just they're having a good time, you know, they're enjoying the company, oh, they're having sex, and then, oh, she gets pregnant. And now, for 18 years at least, you are, you are with this person, whether you like it or not. And that's not the ideal person that you've seen yourself with. That wasn't your plans. You got caught up in the moment because of the intimacy, because of just the going with the flow type of thing. And next thing you know, you got a baby. You got a baby out of wedlock, and your goal probably was to have your firstborn by your wife. A lot of the times we get caught up in these situations, and we don't really pay attention to it until the shit has hit the fan. Can't go back. (laughs) And and it's a situation where, as a man, you're – it's this persona of reckless living you know, where you, there's no consequences to your action. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and both people are irresponsible. You know, yeah. you got the, the bitch-ass nigga running around with this type of behavior. And even there's some men who are not, there's a lot of men who are not bitch-ass, but are, are benefiting from the behaviors of being a bitch-ass. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you're not necessarily all out like that, but it's like, well, if the chicks keep falling for it, then I guess that's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Um, so the, the, the sucker behavior is more beneficial for a lot of dudes. It works, you know. Um, some cats are just opportunists, you know. Yeah. So, but like you said, in being in that, we have this problem where there are this large group of people who think that there's no consequences to any of their actions. You know, there there's this, like, some level of confusion where nobody thinks that they have to, like, you can just run around and have unprotected sex and not get somebody pregnant wow. or not get a disease or, like, there's no, nobody understands what happens after that. Nobody thinks or talks about it. But that's part of the cover about not communicating between relationships when you meet somebody. Nobody's talking about anything. Nobody's bringing up the conversation. Yo, what are we going to do if I get pregnant? Yo, you know we having unprotected sex. Like, yo, uh, are you ready for me to be pregnant? Uh, hell no. Okay, well, you need to stop wearing a condom. Right. You know what I mean? You need to start wearing a condom. Like, what are we doing? Right. And, you know, he's like, oh, you're not on birth control? You thought I was on birth control? That's why you've been... What the hell? Right. So now, what are we talking about? Or if a woman would ask questions or pay attention to the fact like this dude is just trying to come over and smash, and uh-huh. the first time you smash, it's unprotected, it's like, yo, you think this is the first time he did that? All right. Yeah. Look, like, where? look at the bigger picture, you know what I mean? Look outside yourself and 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 say, yo... If he did that with me, he's doing that someplace else, or he just stopped doing that with someone else. Right. Yeah. Well, so what, what am do, I risking? What we're going to do is we're going to continue this conversation in just a second. We're going to take a quick break. Um, this, you guys, you're listening to He Said What with your host, Simple Bree, and our guest tonight is Ramadan. And what I'm getting ready to play is a track called No Vision by Tone, who was our guest tonight on Studio Vibe. So 
please make sure you check him out online. But this is no vision. Of the group, 
that's still the girlfriend. Then there's the girlfriend where I'm not dating anyone else. I'm just dating her. Um, She may come to visit, but she doesn't stay at my house. And then, of course, there's the we live together relationship. So the living girlfriend and the wife is closer to expectations than the other two. Right. Um, The expectations for a girlfriend they're more our expectations most of the time are based on what you're giving us. Okay. So we may have like a a basic standard package. Like we, we only got about three to five things that we need. You know? Um but women have a laundry list of course. So if you kind of fit into this, you know, three to five package, even if we need five of these things and you fit three like we kind of go with that, you know. We kind of go with what the what standards you you give us. So our expectations usually match yours. So if you expect expect me to be on time for things, then I expect you to be on time for things. Mm-hmm. I may not have before, but my expectations will change because you're holding me to a higher standard than any other woman has. So standards are starting at at that, that's the lowest I'll go. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Um, so we we look for you to kind of guide us through the relationship in a way. Mm-hmm. Even the alphas, so much, you know, we they you know we try to pretend like we're one thing, but when it comes to the emotions and the feelings and the you know in a relationship, we. We really defer to a woman for those things, you know, mm-hmm. um, and what you may have taught us. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this. With this living girlfriend, right, who's paying the bills? Um, it depends on where this is my place, and, you know, I'm paying the bills for my place. Okay. Okay. If so... this is your place. You said it's a living girlfriend, so she's living with you. Um, yeah. So that means that she would be staying with you, responsibility free, in a sense, because you are going to continue to pay your bills as you were if she was not there. Right, but she can't expect that her responsibilities fold into mine. Okay. Like, you know, your hair and nails are your problem. I'm already paying all this other shit. Like, come on. Okay. Okay, that's that's, that's reasonable. You know, your car note is your own. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your your clothing expenses, your vacation ball, balling right. out on vacation by yourself. Like, come on. Yeah, so all of her own um, responsibilities in that sense. But when it comes to the household, that's on you. Yeah. If it's your house, if it's your spot. Okay. So does that change any once marriage is involved? I don't think it should. Um, I don't. My personal theory is that a woman's money should be for when we have a problem. 
Mm-hmm. So none of her money should be tricked off. Like she should, because she's not paying for anything, if she's still working, then she should be finding a way to stack her money and get that to multiply to a certain level so that when there's a situation that requires that we have to go past my financial ability, she's there as icing. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Where I may have the money for whatever the, the first two payments, but we may need the down payment or I got half of the down payment and the first six payments. Okay. But you, you got to give me that other half or, you know, we could, we could get the Range Rover, but we could get the Range Rover 2.5 if we had another 1500 or whatever, another 10000 You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So those kind of things, we, I would expect that she accommodates that. You know, um, if there's children that come, most of my money would pay for the children's needs, school or so forth. But any extras, you know, she may contribute. You feel what I mean? Um, But I do know women who they don't necessarily want it that way. Like they really, they don't believe in not paying their way. Um, (laughs) I know women right now that if they listening and they hear you saying what you're saying, they like sign me up. Hello. But if you get signed up for this lifestyle, like you better be built for it. Like don't expect that. And then, you know, you running around here being cute with your money. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's real cute, but then when the game get messed up and we ain't got nothing because you <laughs> was being cute, mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? Like, well, where we at now? Now it's on you. So, like, don't don't think it ain't never going to happen. Don't expect that it ain't never going to happen. You know, if I'm getting ready to start a business and I'm like, yo, I got 50000 and I only need 10 more, and you ain't got it because you've been playing with your money, then you fucking up our game. Like, don't put that shit on me now. Fucking with the church. You know what I mean? Like, now you ain't right. You get it, don't get it twisted. You have not been paying for anything. What have you been doing with your money? You ain't saved nothing? You ain't got no stash? All right. Well, you telling me what? You're telling me that this is not a build relationship. This is me and you on my back riding the train. So let me ask you this, um, because when you were talking, you said if she's still working, is this a discussion that would be, why well, I'm pretty sure it's a discussion that would be had um, prior to even moving in, where if she does move in, are you um, going to present to her your expectations as far as if you choose to work or if you choose not to work, whatever the case may be, you still need to be able to have some type of income coming in just in case we get into a rough patch or just in case um, we decide to establish a business together or, or whatever, we need emergency funds. This is a conversation that would take place prior to moving in, I'm sure. Well, the the problem is is that it usually doesn't happen because, you know, women don't just move in. They slow walk in. So, you know, first it's, you know, spend the night, then it's the weekend. You you end up moving in over time. So it's never really a 
establish that you are leaving your old apartment and keeping this one. Because sometimes you might keep the apartment. I, I know women who sublet and will sublet for about three years, but they keep their old shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel you. But you telling me something though. Like don't don't think I'm not paying that shit no mind. Like I'm not conscious of what's happening. You know, mm-hmm. so the idea is like there's never really a time where this these conversations take place at all. Everybody mm-hmm. just transitions into the next phase and nobody talks about it. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying about the expectations is suspect. Because it's mm-hmm. like you're, you expect time to tell me what this relationship is doing. So you mm-hmm. expect that, oh, well, we've been together a year. You should have known that I wasn't dealing with nobody. Why would I know that? Why, why would I know that that's what you want? We have never had that discussion. You never said that to me. That's your rule. That rule doesn't apply in the world that I come from. So I think that we as a a people, we forget something. We forget that we are not dating someone from our world. We're not dating someone who is from our friend circle or our community circle or even our philosophy of life. They're not from that place. So why, why could we, why do we expect that they would know what we want or need or that they would act in a way that's, conducive to how we need them to act. Like, why would we believe that? It's, mm-hmm. it's silly. It's very immature. It's very childish to think that someone who you never met knows you or can understand you or, you know, can meet your expectations when you have never voiced your expectations or when you yourself don't necessarily know what your expectations are. That's what one of the truths are a lot. And a lot of women, men as well, they don't know what they expect because they have never been in a healthy relationship. They've never seen what a healthy marriage looks like. So they don't have healthy marriage expectations. They have twisted marriage expectations. What do we do with that? Right. Okay, so that that brings me um to another question that ties in with that one, what can we do as men and women collectively to bridge the gap when it comes to the need for one another, when it comes to, you know, healthy relationships? How can we contribute towards that? What can we do to to better situations? First, for women, Women have to stop thinking that they know everything in the world, and just because they dated men, they think they know men. You got to stop that shit. You don't know nothing about men. It's I don't care how old you are. I don't unless you had five brothers living in your house. Don't tell me you know men. I don't want to hear it. You are not trained to know men the same way that men know you at all. I'm talking about we are being taught from. 10, 11, 12, 13 years old on how to chase, how to think, how to listen, how to pay attention to women. Women are taught to stay away from us as long as possible. So our understanding of each other is drastically different. So women have to start, stop talking and start listening to men and stop also remixing what a man is saying to fit what they understand. You can't change what we're saying. You got to take it exactly what we're saying. 
You can't say, no, that's not what you mean. You mean like this? And it's like, no, this is exactly what we're talking about. Like, pay attention to what I mean and come into my world. Stop trying to make me fit in yours. Come into my space and understand us better. And that will help women dramatically in dealing with men personally and getting what they need from them. Okay. Now, men, and this is, the problem is, is that what men need to do, they're not going to do unless women make them, okay? We mm-hmm. are like any other wild animal. If you don't stop us from doing something, we're going to do what the hell we want to do because that's what animals do who are in charge of things. You know what I'm saying? Nobody tells a lion what to do. Nobody tells a hyena what to do. Nobody tells a shark or whale what to do. They do what the fuck they want to do unless something regulates them, a, a gate, a net. Something catches you or shoots you. You feel what I mean? The space. Somebody puts a gate around you. You don't understand it. Okay. So what we have to do more of is be more accepting of what women are giving us. So if women start telling us what they want and what they expect from us and stop, you know, like having sex with us for free, not like with, for money, but with no expectation. You know what I mean? Like you don't require a man to do nothing. I was talking to my homegirl and she was like, um, you know, when she meets a man, she don't really have any expectations. I'm mm-hmm. like, so what? A dude just shows up to the door with what? And she was like, I don't know, like, Dick, and I was like, "Damn, that's it. So all a nigga got to do is have a penis now. He ain't got to buy no flowers. He don't have to like lie to you and tell you how pretty you are just with dick." She was like, "Damn, that's how bad it is." I said, "Yeah, that's on you though. If you don't say, uh, I'll take the dick, but hey, go get those flowers first and come back with the flowers." But man is gonna be like, "Damn, you want the flowers right now? Yeah, go get those flowers and come back." Shit. All right, I'll be back. Like they're they're gonna do what you want because. That's what we do. We, in order to get what we want to have, we know we have to do some kind of action. But if you don't say nothing, then we ain't going to do nothing. So I think men have to stop accepting this low-level version of a woman. You know what I'm saying? The lowest form of a woman is she don't even want nothing from you but sex. Like, damn, that's it? All right, well, I can't fuck with you. I need to go at least two levels higher than this. So let's be free enough to say what the truth is, that I can't deal with a certain type of woman just the same way that women shouldn't deal with a certain type of man, you know? Gotcha. Um, So I think that 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 would kind of heal us to some degree. Okay. So effective listening um, and telling the man – what it is that you want. Demand, almost in a sense of demanding, but not force, forcibly demanding, but being being blunt, being clear with what it is that you want and sticking to it. So, okay. Yeah. So now, when it comes to marriage or commitment, why might this um, be seen as some type of pressure to certain men? Like, almost like a, not, not a fear, but it's just like, I feel like some men get stressed out when a woman starts talking about long-term commitment. Why, why might that be? Because they're pussies. <laughs> They've been getting over 
for a long time. They've been running around for this friends with benefits bullshit has been for about a good 20 years now. Like that was like back in early 2000s where we started having sex with women and not having to pay for it. But previous to early 2000, you had to pay. Now, I'm not talking about money, but you had to take, you had to spend time. You had to take her out on dates. You had to wine and dine her. You had to show the best character that you could possibly have. You had to be high quality. You had to, like, there was standards. It wasn't just like you, there was no such thing as Netflix and chill. Like, what, I just met you and you coming over here fucking? First of all, no, that's not going to happen. And, A, I, I was going to fuck you tonight, but you ain't even going to take me out for a drink? Nah, you tripping. Like, there were standards that had to take place. So as soon as those standards started disappearing, all of the pussies started coming out. And now no man has been working for sex since, like, 2000. None of us. I'm telling you from – I'm not lying to you. I don't even have to work anymore. It's – I'm not even, it's, I'm not a, I'm not an easy dude. Like I need, I, I don't, I, I need work. I need to be like, make an effort. You know what I mean? I I, I took a woman, like a, a chick was going to come over on some, you know, I met her on the app, like, yo, come through, pull up, let's hang out. I'm over here cooking dinner. And she was like, yo, you cooking? I was like, yeah. She was like, yo, you're doing too much. What? I can't, I'm not even supposed to make food no more. When you were cooking for her? Wow. Yes. I was making food because I knew I was going to smash, and I was like, all right, well, this is my normal thing. When I, If I'm a smash, I, you know, I make food or I get food or, you know what I'm, I'm saying, what you drink, I'm like, uh-huh. like, yeah, you know what I mean? I give what, a, what you need, what you like. I'm, I'm just, I pay what I weigh. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I dig it. I know what the format is. So I'm mm-hmm. saying that all the men that are feeling pressured into commitment – of have all been running around too long, not doing no work. They 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 weak. They mm-hmm. pussies. They soft. They ain't been doing no relationship push-ups. You feel what I'm saying? So now you so soft that when somebody be like, yo, here's a commitment, oh, oh my God, well, uh, I'm not ready to get married. First of all, you've been dating this woman for two years already, nigga. You low-key are married. You just don't, the fuck is wrong with you? You tripping. Or you've been with her for three years. Like, come on, son. Y'all got a kid together. What are you talking about? You spend the night here all the time. I'm not ready for commitment. You already committed. The fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, they interesting that, it's, it's interesting that you say that uh, men don't have to work for sex now. They can just basically get it because at the same time, there are women out there where that's all that they want. Like, So they're not going to make you jump through hoops. They're not going to make you wine and dine them when all they want is some hard dick and bubble gum. So give okay. the dick, keep it moving. So I can right. understand where on both sides, both parties don't have to work for because they're equally getting satisfied with what it is that they're looking for. That's it. They don't want nothing else. And then you have people who actually want a relationship. They want commitment. And they come across someone who's just used to wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Exactly. And that's what we have now where we have this mixing and matching of certain qualities of people. Okay. Before this time period, there was a time when all the women knew the rules. Collectively, you do not have sex on a first date. That was the rule. You don't, you don't have sex at least to the third date. 
we 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 have three dates. Like mm-hmm. there were standards that collectively all the women had bought into. Now this standard is different. It has dropped. It has changed. And now women have bought are buying into a different standard, which is whatever. What well, hey okay whatever. But it's mixing into this with this other group of women who are like, yeah, but I want a relationship. All right, well, then you need to get off the dating app because that's not where relationship dudes are. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you can't go to the dating app and have these expectations. You know, you can't get on the dating app and then say, well, I'm not about the games. Well, why are you on a dating app? Because it's all about the games. Mm-hmm. So it, it it this behavior, it's like the dating app helps you to not have to participate in dating Mm -hmm. but it's not real the only type of person who would really buy into that is someone who is shallow and low-key kind of like frivolous because Mm -hmm. the truth is like what are you you just looking at somebody's picture like what are we doing son you know this ain't even real you know that that picture is set up like you know (laughs) it's filtered like why are you even participating in this okay well clearly whoever's participating in this is not looking for something real because nothing about this situation is real. So we can't have women and men coming here thinking that they're going to have these relationships or looking for marriage on a dating app. Like that's not going to happen. Maybe on match.com where that's what we're all doing. But if you're on like, you know, Bumble or Hinge or, you know, Plenty of Fish or Tinder, all that shit, you are trying to fuck. Or you're trying to have a temporary relationship. Don't kid yourself. And if you don't want that, then you should not even be over there because that's the only thing that happens there. Oh, wow. I guess I need to delete my Bumble account. Um, (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) So what we're going to do is going to go ahead and get ready to wrap up the show. So Ramadan, let them know how can they reach you, what do you have going on, and how can they show their support? You definitely can follow me at on Instagram at When Day Meets Night. That is my novel site. Um, you can go ahead and hit Etsy, you know, download the book for a nice low-cost price. And uh, I'm often on there doing small talks or having some kind of conversation. Um, you can also hit me at Ramadan Doc on Instagram as well. That's my personal page. And I'm on Clubhouse with the same um, and again, you know, just follow me because I always got something to talk about. And believe me, you're going to be well informed. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for tonight. This is an amazing discussion. Measure relationships, guys. This was part two of two. Please go back and listen to the last episode, um, which was five different types of men on He Said What? Network.com. Um, if you are interested in being a guest on the show, please send me an email at info at he said what network.com. Also, if you're an independent artist and you would like to be a part of Studio Vibes, you can also send an email uh, to submissions at he said what network.com. Follow us on all social media at he said what radio network. Um, I mean, just just look forward to a lot of dope discussions every Monday. I want to give a shout out to my host that's listening right now, RG and One Mike of Simply Sports. 
make sure you guys tune tune in every Monday starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we run through 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, and that is at night, guys. We're giving you sports coverage. We're giving you news, stats, and some intellectual conversation as well. So you do not want to miss this show at all. We're talking about exercising on Monday. And this may not be a kid-friendly show, so you don't want to miss it. Tuesdays, starting at 7.30 until 7.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have Studio Vibe. You definitely want to check in with us and, you know, hey, you could hear someone that you may actually know on Studio Vibes. Our next show is going to be Wopped Up Speedy. And then, of course, we got He Said What, starting at 8 p.m. until 9, and our guest is David Phillips. So stay tuned, show support, show love. Let us know that you are on. Uh, let us know that you listen, subscribe, and uh so you guys have a safe evening. Stay warm. This is cold enough for you. This is sweet for me. Good night.